Pope Francis has spoken, eat less meat. Why? Penance? Humility? Sacrifice? Eat less meat, he says, to save the planet. Save the planet. Just issued yesterday, I'll read you what Francis has to says. The article on Breitbart, which I have on the screen right now, Pope Francis urged European youth this week to eat less meat as a means of curbing global warming and preserving the planet. He says, quote, there is an urgent need to reduce the consumption not only of fossil fuels, but also of so many superfluous things, the pontiff told participants in an EU youth conference on Monday. In certain areas of the world, too, it would be appropriate to consume less meat. This, too, can help the environment. Now, according to some experts, they say that cows farting causes global warming. I happen to be a skeptic about this, and I do enjoy meat. In fact, uh, about an hour ago, Joy and I had lunch together. We had steak and eggs. The eggs cooked in beef tallow, not seed oils. Don't eat seed oils, my friends. Francis says, quote, May you aspire to a life of dignity and sobriety without luxury and waste, so that everyone in our world can enjoy a dignified existence, he told them. Quote, Don't let yourself be seduced by the sirens that propose a life of luxury reserved for a small slice of the world. Instead, have a broad outlook that can take in all the rest of humanity, which is much bigger than our little continent. In his, ad in his address, the Pope also urged young people to read his encyclical letter on the environment, Laudato Si, to find solid motivations for committing an integral ecology. The future of the planet is in the hands of young people, Francis said, and only they can reverse the current path of environmental self-destruction. More than ever, this is the right time for concrete initiatives to save the planet, he declared. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Europeans, and especially Germans, love to say concrete. In America, I don't quite understand it, but it's often said in their writings. I've noticed in their philosophy, they love to use concrete. Finishing the article here in Breitbart, quote, If you do not succeed in turning this self-destructive trend around, it will be difficult for others to do so in the future, end quote, he warned. So Francis has spoken, eat less meat. Now, I said on Twitter a little bit ago, put up the tweet here. I said, I'm willing to grant that Pope Francis is infallible on do not eat meat, but only when he says it on a Friday or a day of abstinence. Snark emoji. In this regard, he agrees with every real Pope from St. Peter forward. What's sad to me is that the tradition of not eating meat or le eating less meat, for example, on an ember day before Vatican II, is enshrined 
in Catholic, not only tradition, theology, ascetical theology, eating less meat, abstaining from meat, is integral to Catholic identity for 2,000 years. It is a great teaching moment for a pope to say that not eating meat is part of our theology, our patrimony, our morality. It's part of the tradition of Lent, traditionally part of Advent, traditionally part of the vigil days before Holy Days of Obligation. We have a deep and long tradition with regard to not eating meat. Why not connect it with the tradition of Catholicism? Missed opportunity. Swing and a miss. Instead, it's a commercial for Laudato Si, which is Pope Francis's encyclical on saving the planet. And yeah, I want to save the planet. I'm not into littering. I don't let my kids litter. I think factories should be regulated so they're not pouring sludge into rivers, streams, neighborhoods. We need clean air. I'm all for all that. But I'm not so sure don't eat meat is the way forward. Why would the Pope be weighing in on this? If anything, he should be weighing in on there is so much sin in the world, so much Sin against human sexuality, human life, human dignity. We need to not only save the planet, we need to save our souls. We need to do penance. And so I'm calling all Catholics to not eat meat on Fridays as a sign of penance. Now you may be watching right now and you may say, now what's the deal with Catholics not eating meat on Friday? That's kind of a weird deal. You know, St. Paul in uh, Romans said all foods are clean. Christ said all foods are clean in the Gospel of Mark. Um, you know, you shouldn't be uh, going by these outward things. It's the heart that matters. So repentance is in the heart. So why would you not eat meat on Friday? Here is the Catholic answer. It comes from St. Thomas Aquinas, but those before him came. In the structure of our week, in discipline, it's called ascetical theology, not aesthetic, that's beauty, Ascetic is striving, training, discipline. In ascetical theology, we structure our week so that every Friday is a micro Good Friday and every Sunday is a micro Easter. So Sundays are always a day of rest, of celebration, of recreation, of joy, of family, of worship, of receiving the Blessed Sacrament, the Holy Eucharist, catechesis, learning our faith, learning more about God, acts of mercy, acts of charity. That's all Sunday. Why? Because Christ, our Lord, rose again on a Sunday, the third day. He rose on the third day. On Friday, he offered his flesh, his body and blood, to God the Father as a propitiation as the Lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Friday is a day for Christ. It's a day of no drink. It's a day of dehydration. It's a day of fasting for him. No one came to Christ when he was about to get on the cross and said, hey, would you like something to eat? Christ was fasting in his passion. It was a day of scourging where he was whipped. The flesh of his body was ripped off. He gave up that flesh 
for you and for me. He carried the wood of the cross. He fell down in the dry dust of Jerusalem. He was mocked. They punched him in the face. They said, prophesy, prophesy, who hit you? They spit in his face. Into the flesh of his forehead, they pressed a crown of thorns. Blood came out into his eyes. They laid him on the wood of the cross, stretched him out naked, and nailed iron nails into his hands and his feet, and they lifted him up for the whole world to see in humiliation all on a Friday. So if we're going to party on Sunday, if we're going to receive the Blessed Sacrament and the Holy Sacrifice as an obligation on Sunday, if we're going to wear our Sunday best, our best clothes, and eat our Sunday best food with a Sunday dinner and a Sunday brunch, and you get your dessert, in America, you know what the prize dessert is? We actually call it the Sunday. You think there's a connection maybe there? You get to eat your Sunday on Sunday. If all that's true on Sunday, then why isn't that also true with regard to penance, suffering, fasting, sacrifice on Friday? So we Catholics for 2,000 years have kept celebration and worship and resurrection and recreation on Sunday. And on Friday, we do penance. You eat less. The quality of your food is less. Bitter herbs, vegetables, no meat. Meat is nutrient-rich, satiating. But even more, Jesus offered his flesh. He gave up his flesh on a good Friday. We give up not eating flesh on a Friday as a perpetual sign from generation to generation that Christ died for our sins on a Friday. And Fridays are a day of penance. Do you agree with me? If you agree with me, now is the time for you to give this video a thumbs up. This right here. There's 500 with you with us today. Only one 123 thumbs up. Unacceptable. And also, while you're watching, leave a comment below or if you're in the live chat, let me know, do you cease from meat on Fridays as a perpetual sign that Christ died, that he offered his flesh and his blood for you? Do you do it? So hit the like button and then let us know in the comments and in the reactions and uh, in the live chat do you follow the traditional Catholic practice of not eating meat? Some people don't know this. I'll get a little personal. People call me Dr. Marshall, but there's another Dr. Marshall in the world. My father. I'm about to head out to a family birthday party after this video is over. My dad will be there. He's the other Dr. Marshall. There's Dr. Marshall me, and then there's senior Dr. Marshall. He has his PhD, not in philosophy, which is what my PhD is in. My PhD, my dissertation was on St. Thomas Aquinas on natural law in the twofold beatitude of humanity. That was my PhD thesis, my dissertation. My dad's PhD is in meat science from Texas A&M, meat science. And uh, I've learned a lot from him. He's a genius. Uh, he's well known in the meat industry. And um, meat is good for you if it's 
good meat. And if it's bad meat, it's not good for you, like so many things in the world. A lot of people, when it comes to saving the planet, um, they think if we eat a meat-free diet, we'll all be healthier and live longer and the environment will be good. Not true. The greatest crime in the food industry right now is has nothing to do with steaks or hamburgers. It has to do with the toxic poisons that are poured over all the crops that delivers the food to your grocery store. There was a study that came out last week. The active chemical that's in Roundup, which is major carcinogen, gives people cancer, that active ingredient that's in Roundup is in 70% of Americans' urine samples. Seven out of 10 Americans within the last 24 hours have been exposed to the active ingredient in Roundup. How did that get into their bloodstream and into their urine sample? It happened because they eat they ate wheat that had been exposed to pesticides, strawberries, apples, oranges, squashes, spinach, lettuce. So again, it's not the vegetables and the fruit that are evil. They're good for you. God designed them for you. It's what man has done to injure us. And people have all kinds of problems now. Gluten allergies, major inflammation from seed oils, canola oil, rapeseed oil, cottonseed oil. All this stuff is sludge. It's pressed out of little bitty seeds. It was never meant to be consumed. And it's a major part of our diet and it's no good. It, it is the high fructose corn syrup and the seed oils that are making us sick, inflamed, and fat. Here's a tweet, just in case you don't believe me, from a guy I follow on Twitter. I don't agree with everything he says, by the way. Not a promotion, but he has some good research. Carnivore Aurelius. Here, if the red line is our obesity rates, and the blue line is our red meat consumption, as you can see, the facts show it's inverse. We've been eating less meat, but we're getting more and more obesity. Why is that? High fructose corn syrup and the seed oils. That's driving obesity. Also, all the snacking we do. You know, we used to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and there was a space of no food between those three events of eating. Now people are eating all day. They're slurping on Dr. Peppers, high fructose corn syrup, candy, all these things, and it's wrecking our bodies. God did not create us to be this way. So I'm going to go ahead and circle back here. I'm going to grant to Pope Francis he said something infallible only when it lands on a Friday or a day of abstinence. Yes, it is Catholicism. It is Christianity to abstain some from meat. Periodically as defined by Holy Mother the Church. That is sacred. That is holy. That is good. I don't do it, though to save the earth or to promote Laudato Si written by Pope Francis. No way. No way. And cows farting is not warming the planet. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What's destroying the planet right now, what's destroying our food and our health, 
are the pesticides and the GMO fruits and vegetables that are being laid out in our grocery stores every single day. Talk to people. Happens to me every time I go to Europe for more than a week. I feel better. I sleep better. I lose weight. Inflammation goes down because they have much stricter laws on GMO. The food is better. In America, we don't have that. And so we have obesity, illness. So my recommendation is wash your fruits and vegetables. If you can't afford, buy organic, buy non-GMO. Eat meat, not on a Friday, not on a day of abstinence. But try to go grass-fed. Try to go organic. Cook your foods, not in seed oils. That's disgusting. It's bad for you. Inf inflammation, cancer, omega-6s. Cook your food as they did in the old days in grass-fed tallow, in butter. The old school way. All right. I got a little preachy on food today. Hope you all don't, don't mind it. Like the video. Uh, share the video on Twitter and Facebook. And if you're new, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. Click the bell. You'll be notified every time we come on here with great content, great discussions on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. Y'all have a great weekend. God bless you. We'll close up here. We'll pray the Hail Mary. Oremos. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pronobis peccatoribus, nunc et or mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thanks for praying. I noticed that the uh, live chat is on fire right now, on fuego. It uh, A lot of people feel passionate about what I'm talking about. I'm surprised. I thought y'all would be critical. Y'all think I would be preaching uh, things that y'all don't want to hear about. But um, yeah, people are saying duck butter. Absolutely. Duck butter is great. Uh, eating liver and organ meat is fantastic. Highly encouraged. Joey Olivo says uh, codfish oil, uh, cod liver. Yeah, I ate cod liver yesterday. Love it. Great. Super healthy. Good for your system. People often ask me, Taylor, you have eight kids. You run a number of businesses. You've written 12 books. You make podcasts. How do you do all this? The way you do it, there's a lot of it. Prayer, good family, good wife good support, but a big part of it is physical health. Eating the right things, sleeping the right way, living the right way, exercising. If your body is broken down, you cannot succeed. You cannot produce content. You cannot do these things. You must care for yourself, especially dads. If you're going to have a large family and eight kids, you must be healthy. I don't know how I got gray hair. That's just stress. But I know when it comes to the other parts of my body, I got to be rested. I got to be healthy. Oh, yeah. Bill Gates is now the largest landowner. He's buying up farms. Guess what? It's not organic farming. It's not non-GMO farming. It's Franken farming. It's wicked. And also, do not let your kids be exposed to these weird pesticides and GMO foods. We don't even know what they do to us yet. People are saying, get some chickens. Yes, we eat wild range, free range chickens that are eating bugs, not pellets, 
GMO corn, soy. Don't eat that if you can. No one's perfect. You can't do it all the time, but try not to eat this stuff. Uh, the sofa says seed oil has been put in bread. Why exactly? I just discovered that uh, buns, there's two kinds of buns at the store. Buns made of butter, good. Buns made out of seed oil, bad. Don't, don't. I said, hey, look, family, we got to be careful which, which buns you buy. Yes, natural chickens. Olive oil is good. It's got a little more linoleic acid in it, but olive oil is, is fine. Avocado oil is fine. Tallow's fine. Lard is fine. Uh, butter is fine. But do not reach for Crisco. Do not reach for canola oil. Do not reach for rapeseed oil. Uh, that stuff is basically uh, machine lubricant oil that put into your food. And don't eat out as much. Cook your own food. Goose grease, yes. Do some uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, just work out. Get moving. Stay hydrated. Drink clean water. Yes, all that. Okay. Pray your rosary every single day. Nourish your soul. Nourish your body. Don't eat meat on Fridays. Like the video. If you want, support the channel on Patreon.com. Patreon.com forward slash Dr. Taylor Marshall. At different levels, I'll send you signed books, other cool merch. Support this channel if you like it. Patreon.com forward slash Dr. Taylor Marshall. And until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed.